Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor, and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship, so you can get back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. So today we're going to look at something really important. It's the emotional overwhelm that we feel when we've been in toxic relationship patterns. If you have been in a toxic relationship, you're going to be someone that is so super strong. You're going to be someone that no matter how many times you get hit, you keep getting back up. The problem is that you would have got to a certain point, you know, in a toxic relationship that you feel like you're just finding it hard to get back up again. You're finding it hard to really manage you just don't have the energy, you feel exhausted, you can't seem to be able to move forward like you used to. Um, There could be lots of different feelings that you're having that you never felt before because you were someone that always managed to just get back up. You know, you're feeling exhausted, maybe you're procrastinating and then you've got the shame of, you know, towards yourself because you know that you could do more And maybe you feel like you're just coasting along at work, but you're not actually giving the value that you used to because you can't think straight like you used to. You don't have the creativity that you used to. You don't feel as motivated that you used to. Maybe you've come to the conclusion that you've lost your motivation, but that actually isn't true. You might have an inner negative critic that is just getting louder and louder. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this a bit later on, because this is quite important in you healing yourself. If you are noticing maybe you're self-sabotaging, you know, you might notice that you're doing things, you're holding yourself back from actually healing or being able to move forward or you think that you're struggling with the emotional overwhelm um, when you get triggered, you feel like you can't manage all those different emotions and you no longer, and you feel like everything is your fault. You've, You've got a lot of guilt, a lot of shame. It could be even little things you automatically start believing that it might be your fault that everything's going wrong. And you find it hard to receive or ask for help um, you know, because you, you've you always been so strong, right? You've always done everything yourself. You've almost prided yourself of not having to ask other people for help. And also what the toxic person has done is made you feel ashamed if you need help, you know? And that's a really big issue in you actually being able to move forward because to actually heal yourself from toxic relationship trauma You actually need to genuinely heal and get help from somebody else. You can't actually do it on yourself. It's like you're, you know, you're you're actually putting yourself under surgery and and trying to do the surgery as well as being the person that's being operated on is very, very, (laughs) it's, it's near impossible. 
And you might get find that you're getting more triggered, where you're getting defensive. Remember, the, the narcissist or the toxic person wants you to defend yourself. They want you to start to, you know, be on the on the back foot all the time because they actually get a lot of energy from you actually explaining or defending, um, you know, feeling of personalizing. So all these things you kind of been trained to do as time goes on. Could be that you can't stop thinking about what the narcissist has done to you. This is quite normal where you just ruminate and you might find that you're attracting more wrong people in your life you're repeating toxic relationship patterns because you haven't healed fully and you're exhausting yourself by doing so much a big big issue in toxic relationship patterns is that you don't know how to express your feelings you've never had your emotional needs met And you've become so used to numbing those uncomfortable feelings by maybe overworking, overeating, overdrinking, maybe drugs, whatever it is. And this is all, these are all signs of trauma after toxic relationships. So the biggest one that you really need to deal with in order to heal trauma after a toxic relationship is actually the emotions. You see, when emotions are like, you know, you might have had trauma in your in your life. And the truth is, all of us, every single one of us just want to feel okay, we just want to feel happy, we want to feel joyful, regardless of whether you've been in toxic relationships or not. You know, you want everybody, every human being just wants to feel okay. They want to feel happiness, joy. Um, And they don't want to feel inside of them what it feels like not to feel okay. The problem is because we don't want to feel those emotions of like pain or emotional overwhelm, we end up storing everything that has bothered us inside. And we can go round around these things because we haven't let go of them you know because we've stored all of that up it's like having a load of clutter and when the toxic person comes along and they trigger us sometimes they've gone out of their way to understand what does trigger you and then what they do is they come and trigger you on purpose because they know that if they trigger that old emotion or they can use it against you, then that trigger, that trauma will keep coming up because you haven't actually processed the emotion. It's still within you. And even though we don't want this emotion to be within us, because all these stored emotions are painful and they're disturbing within us, you know, we feel disturbed inside. The problem is, Over time, we actually gather so many difficult situations that we've been through because you've got to remember that in toxic relationships, we are devalued, we're dehumanized, and we are triggered by that toxic person over and over again. They make us feel like we're carrying even more guilt and shame. They blame everything on you. They blame everything on you. 
So then we spend so much time analyzing why, why would they do that? This is so painful, you know, and the more we think about it, the more we have more pain and stress chemicals in our body that leads to more and more anxiety. And this creates trauma on top of trauma, which, you know, continues even after the relationship with the toxic person. And what we're trying to do is change the external situation. We want that toxic person to change or them to leave us alone, you know, because we find it so hard that they're triggering us so much, even after everything we've been through, they keep triggering us on purpose. They just don't let us go. The best way you can move forward and actually find happiness and actually get away from all this pain is actually letting go of those stored emotions that are bothering us. It's actually, you know, processing the emotions so that you can move forward, so that you stop storing more emotions within you so you can move forward, so you can actually find happiness I really hope that this is giving you hope that you can heal yourself because the worst thing that narcissists or toxic relationships do to us is they make us feel hopeless. But this is, you know, fundamental. I hope I've explained it so that you can really follow. And if you need to listen to this again so that you can really understand this, I promise you this is going to give you so much hope moving forward, that you can get to a point where if something has pained you about the toxic relationship, or even maybe it's a childhood trauma that you've kept within yourself, um, you know, that's happened long, long ago, you want to get to a point where you don't let it disturb you in your life moving forward. You have to consider why is this you know, trigger disturbing me because it's disturbing you because it's something within you that you haven't let go of and that emotional trauma you haven't let go of, but you can release it, you can let it go and you can get therapy to actually release these emotions and let go of these emotions so that you can free yourself and you know, I'm not going to say it's easy because why am I not going to say it's easy? Um, you know, because nothing that is worth a lot to you comes without, with a lot of ease. You know, there's, you need to put energy into anything that is worthwhile in your life and to really create change in your life. And because it was stored, this, these emotional overwhelms or trauma was stored with pain it will mean that you have to connect to the pain to be able to actually let it go. But once it's gone, once it's gone, I just want to reassure you, once you've released this pain, you've released it forever. And you'll be purifying yourself and releasing yourself. And honestly, you will release this beautiful energy underneath that will help you move forward with ease. You'll start to move forward with ease. You will not break, you will not be damaged forever and you will get back on your feet as much as much more energy will be released that no longer serves you. I know that toxic relationships can be so exhausting, but if you can release the triggers around that, 
And you can see that then you can see the toxic relationships can actually become a catalyst for you healing what you might have been carrying for years and years and years. So you can really get to know and release all the negativity in your life and actually really get to know the power within you. Now, I mentioned earlier about, um, you know, those thoughts that go round and round your head that they're continuous and they are so awful in toxic relationship patterns. And I find that when I'm talking to so many people and, and, and you know, when I first talked to a lot of my clients, they struggle so much with these thoughts that keep going round and round in their head, you know, and it's, let's face it, you know, it, it, toxic relationships are awful. And it's understandable that we can become so consumed with what is happening to us and the pain of that experience. It really does consume us. And that is one of the reasons why you really do need to release the emotions that come with the toxic relationships. But when we can start to identify that we have started to believe um, some of the things that the person has done to us as part of our identity, that we have over time started to identify with this pain, you know, that it somehow started to become our identity, even if we don't want it to, that we we feel like, you know, we have been devalued, we, we have created, we've been abused, we've been a victim, then we start to live in a, a life that actually holds us back from actually stepping into our power. Because we start to believe that the way the narcissist had treated us is a reflection of who we really are. It becomes part of our identity. And when it starts to become a part of our identity, we start to forget who we really are. And this is the saddest part. And I know that a lot of my clients and you know, myself included, started to identify with being someone that had been in a toxic relationship and, and being broken. And that's why people start to feel like they've really lost themselves because they start to create a new identity for themselves that's around this narcissistic relationship. The key to healing ourselves after toxic relationships is to really connect with the truth of who we are again, to become aware that we are in pain, yes, and you are more than you can see than the pain that was created in the relationship, that you are not the pain. You know, you are much more than that. And the less we can identify with the pain as being part of us, but something that we can actually process and let go, we start to separate ourselves from thinking that it is part of our, our identity. And as we start to separate ourselves from thinking it's part of our identity, we start to see that we didn't deserve to be devalued or betrayed. You see, when we start to take it as part of our identity, we start making excuses for why we deserved it. We might not subconsciously, this might happen subconsciously or even consciously. But the truth is, it's just, you know, the emotions, the pain that we need to process and work through. 
And we need to stop identifying with it as being part of us, but something that we experienced and a pain that we can actually release that was caused by being in a toxic relationship. And that way you can actually get yourself back again. You see, the impact of toxic relationships, you know, there's anxiety, the nightmares, the everything that goes on. Um, and this is what is triggered emotionally, you know. And the thing is, if you're a strong person, you're not someone that likes to, you know, you might think it's weak to actually have emotions. But the th- whole point of this is that you can you can start your life again. You can change because as you become aware of who you really are, there's a small part of you that has stopped identifying with the pain of the narcissistic trauma as being you, as being part of your identity. You will see that you have a voice inside that you can hear yourself speak in your mind, right? Like, you know, how could she do this? You can actually hear yourself speak you know, why would they do that? Can't they see what they did was harming their own children? And as you start to hear yourself speak, you will start to believe that, you know, that voice isn't you, because you're hearing your voice. You know, that isn't you, you didn't, you didn't, you don't have to do it yourself and all by yourself. You know, you, you don't have to um, have the this feeling of being lonely in a toxic relationship and believing this, this voice that you're hearing and questioning and stuff. There is a possibility that you can surrender to something greater than yourself, this voice that you're hearing, that you can allow yourself to, you know, surrender to this consciousness that is really you and and that is your intuition that can guide you to get the therapy you need or the healing that you need. You know, that voice that you're hearing means that there's a part of you that is hearing it and that part of you that is hearing it is the actual you, not the voice, not the emotions that you're holding on to. It's not even the voice that you're the voice or the mind that you're thinking with. So that enables you to maybe think that there really is a consciousness. There really is another side of you that you could maybe that it has the intuition that you could listen to rather than this voice that, you know, is is holding on to all these bothered you know, these things that have happened and all these emotions that have been bottled up inside. So in essence, what I'm asking you to do is, one, know that these emotions that you're going through, they don't, don't let it define you. Don't let it, don't let this toxic relationship define who you are because it's not who you really are. And as you release the emotions, and you really need to be committed to releasing the emotions that you feel, you release more and more of who you really are. As you start to release more and more of who you really are, you'll start to notice that you have intuition or consciousness or whatever you want to call it within that can guide you 
And you can actually hear the emotions or the thoughts going around in your head. That means that that even your thoughts aren't you, right? You can hear the emotions. That means you can observe. So who is the observer? That's the real you. I don't want you to ever lose who you really, truly are. Because the truth of the matter is that you have a great power within you. You have so much power that you can you can hand over all your problems to this power within you and say look I'm struggling with this can you help me here (laughs) you know I want to release some of these uh, thoughts and I want to see this in a different way so that it's empowering me and enables me to move forward how should I move forward you know let yourself be guided by your intuition to move forward and allow yourself to feel love again you know, because this part of you actually really loves you. You know, the inner critic is, you know, isn't loving. (laughs) So why should you listen to that part? It's not helping you out. You know, it could be just what you've heard the um, narcissist say to you over and over again. So over the years, it's just gone into your subconscious. But there is a part of you that knows that you are worth it and you are deserving of a different life and that you really genuinely deserve to have happiness and joy and that you can do so much more. That is a voice that you really need to connect with and really know. And that is usually the voice that is your intuition, that it actually knows there's an inner knowing that you can do more. But you can lose it sometimes. You lose connection to that sometimes because of everything that's happened to you. I invite you, if you are interested in healing yourself, to actually look in the resources section and watch my webinar and actually get some support in a Heal to Thrive program that can help you heal and let go of your emotions so you can move forward. I really hope that this has given you hope And please keep going on your path to self-love because love is genuinely the greatest healer. And it's time to really stop listening to that inner critic and start letting go of the emotions that no longer serve you. And so that you can start feeling love again within. And no matter what you're doing, no matter what's going on, if you can give yourself love no matter what, you're on the right path. You really are on the right path to healing. Um, So on that note, sending you so much love. Take care.